Okay, Anthony and Danielle Hayes, thanks so much for joining me on the couch with our coffee. Here we go again, or our herbal tea. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, you guys, I've been admiring the work you do. A time for change. It's a really uh, conscious living and it's just so poignant. And um, it says everything about what's needed and what I can relate to. And it's so nice to connect from so far away. You know, yeah. I've been it's to Bali once. Pardon? The mindfulness community, it's such a wonderful yes. community. Yeah. Connecting and, yeah. yeah. I was in Bali once about 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just on holiday. And um, I just always remember being really freaked out by experiencing geckos for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember complaining to the hotel staff that there were lizards running around the room. <laughs> I just had a laugh, you know. When you come from Ireland, you don't experience much of that. So, yeah. Yeah. When, when are you coming back to Bali then? Oh, I'd love to. I will. Mm. Yeah, I, I would love to. Gosh, it just seems so exotic, and I've never had better food in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's not better. Yeah. 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 So you're on holiday in Australia at the moment. Yes, we are. We go back Monday. So we've got a few more days here just yeah. sorting out the boxes of things that have been stored. So that's been an interesting experience. <laughs> oh, okay. So are you guys from Australia? Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. Okay. And living in Bali. How long have you been in Bali then? Uh, just over four years now. Oh, okay. Yeah. We went yeah. for a year and stayed like a lot of people. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This week's been a challenge to our mindfulness. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you put it to work, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I know, and it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely when you see it actually does work. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And you pick yourself up when you're sort of teetering on the edge. <laughs> yes. Like, Hang on, I can feel all these things happening now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, let's let's be here while we're you know going through boxes and everything is it's, boxes you know, that have been waterlogged yeah, and yeah, yeah. filled with water and yeah, yeah. oh yeah. oh no this is what it is, so, it is yeah, yeah. It's, it's, stuff. It's, it's stuff exactly it's stuff yeah we yeah. can get over that yeah. yeah when you that's the thing when you've moved a few times and you realize all this stuff that you're just not going to take. And you actually don't miss it and you move on, you know? Yeah. The less we you have, the better Sorry. We had quite yeah. a lot of stuff in storage four years ago and then every year we come back and we do another clean out and another clean out. Yeah. It's like we're a bit more ready each year to sort of let go of more and more. Yeah. This year was kind of it. It was like, okay, we're having one storage box. That's it. Whatever doesn't go in there is being sold or given away. Or... Yeah. It's really liberating. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me about how you how mindfulness all began for you guys. Oh wow, it's about six years ago. Yeah, six or seven years ago now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you yeah. want to tell six the story? Or seven or? Years ago. Um, well, I I had um, just become a principal of a of a of a school, and it was a way I moved away from the the kids and and L, and um, I actually had a really um, a really bad bout of depression um, mm. for a lot of reasons. And then um, Elle discovered, or Elle brought me home this book and I started to read it and 
it just made so much sense and then started trying the um the techniques and uh, you know the meditations and the, the mindful activity it was yeah it was such a gift mm. and then yeah just it's just grown from there grown from there for sure and oh. it was a funny thing because i didn't buy the book for mindfulness i didn't know anything about it either but the book was called beat depression fast like yeah. not the sort of book i would ever normally pick up i didn't like yeah. the title yeah. But I was standing in this, it was a news agency, it wasn't even a bookshop, and it mm. just jumped out at me and I flicked through it and a couple of words sort of caught my eye and I went, you know what, I'm just going to buy this. I'm feeling a little bit desperate in what I can do to help. Mm. And, yeah, I think you put it aside and said, oh, I'm not ready to read that. I said, that's okay, just mm. leave it there. You might pick it up one day. And about a week later, I think, you picked it up and read it and started to read a few things out to me and I was like, oh, okay, this sounds really interesting. I need this too. So we started, yeah, on it together. Yeah. And, and then I guess as a teacher, I started to realise as it was creeping into my, you know, personal life, obviously, and then I was taking school and using it and started to realise, wow, this stuff really works in the classroom and I can actually help kids learn this and my classroom was a totally different space after that I was not an anxious stressed out teacher as much and you know I yeah I remember talking to one of my students one day and saying I she was very anxious and I said I used to be like you I used to have that sort of level of anxiety and she said Miss, I can't believe it I can never ever believe that you had anxiety and I thought wow that's when I knew it was working when a child could not sense that in me at all, even in the most stressful moments in the classroom, so. Yeah, wow. I, I've had the same. When I said to a girl recently that I really struggled, and she said, oh my gosh, you come across, when I, well, I've met her probably about five or six times, as so calm, and I said, well, it, it's taken a lot of practice, and it's, it's a constant practice, so I'm like, oh, you know, it works, it works. Yeah. Well, that's amazing that it's had such a, a it's amazing how we find it and often find these techniques um at the right time yeah yeah absolutely and yeah. as you say when it has helped you and then you can you can share it and you see the impact it has in the classroom mm, absolutely yeah it's really helped help to grow it like we did um we did a mindfulness-based um, stress reduction course mm. over eight weeks and that was yeah. fantastic and yeah. then we did um, a seven-day silent retreat which was a very interesting experience challenging challenging <laughs> um, seven days seven day silent retreats yeah it was yeah, yeah throwing ourselves in the deep end we yeah, thought we <laughs> yeah um, and it's I been... cheated just a little bit they gave us enough every afternoon we were to go for a walk and so I would grab Anthony and go, I just have to get the words out and then I'll be quiet again. But you could write, hey? Hmm? Could you write? You could, yeah. yes. But that was, that was, that was, it was an amazing yeah. experience. Yeah, but we've sort of been, we've been very lucky to, um, I guess, to grow with it. Um, and I don't know, there's no right or wrong mm. with it. And that's what we've learned, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've got a great uh, a great teacher in Bali at the moment <clears throat> that we're working with just um, a parent of some of the kids we taught and she's just amazing just opening your eyes up even more to it and and just how it's so individualized and so how many different things work for everyone and it's just 
it's that's the beauty of it. It just allows everyone to be, as you know, and and that's the greatest gift. It's the greatest gift. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, gosh, that's amazing. Um, for for anxiety or depression, what um, did you have any techniques that you found? that if there's anybody like starting out and just doesn't know where to begin, where, what would you, as a starting point, can you give any advice there? Mm. Well, we always, we've sort of created a little model for our business, I guess. And we've realized that that can transfer to whether we're working with parents or children or teachers or couples and For everybody, we say it starts from within. So self-compassion, any Mm self-compassion type exercise is a beautiful place to start. Yeah. Yeah, self-compassion is particularly important for me. um, After I went into the depression, I I, um, remembered suppressed um, memories of of being abused by a Catholic priest when I was 10 years of age. So it's uh, it's been a a big process for me too with self-compassion and self-forgiveness and that sort of thing. So as a constant growth and yeah, so I was lucky to find mindfulness, but Elle and I being on the journey together helps a lot as well because um, that trauma, trauma is another massive thing to, to deal with. Um, and it still, it still troubles me you know, every, every now and then and pretty every day really in some ways you remember, um, not so great things, but it's about that being there in the moment. And, and that's how I've learnt so much about it. Um, and we call it now called dropping an anchor, I guess. And, and we've picked that up from um, some learning we've done online. And dropping an anchor is just bringing you back right to this present moment. And, and that works so well um, for me yeah. anyway. Yeah. And when you have, when you're both in it together, it's like, it's, it's stronger. You know, we're more powerful you know, when you're in numbers working together. Um, so you're very blessed to have each other. As oh, I know, yeah. I, I read, like, I mean, I can read it, you know, in your posts and you're very, you're very connected. You're on the same wavelength. And that's, that's really, really um, powerful and lovely to, to see. And um, yeah, like I think even over the last six months, um, we've been learning more about ourselves and more about mindfulness. Yeah. And and I think we've had some great mindful conversations, even even in disagreeing on things. You know, like setting boundaries well. And and we've probably even you know twenty eight years of marriage has developed even more, which is beautiful. It's yeah. we're just so lucky because, like I said, mindfulness gives you the opportunity to say hey, that's not good for me or, you know, so it's, it's, it's removes those, those um, times of less, less communication, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. it does. It opens up a whole new level of communication where you don't have that sort of ego jumping in to create those reactions that then put the walls up and nothing gets resolved. So, yeah, I think that you're right. I think it's the last six months, certainly since we left full-time work and well, we still do full-time mm. work in our business, but, you know, leaving teaching and, you know, we were both principals and pretty stressed and, you know, uh, on the go from early in the morning till early evening and not a lot of time to just sort of sit and be. And that's where we got to. We sort of went, what are we doing? Like, why are we living this life where we're running ourselves ragged we want to be more mindful and we want to sort of live with more purpose and yet 
we still stretched, really stretched. So it was a big step to step away from, you know, we'd been teachers for 30 years. So you have that whole life set out for you. You're very institutionalised. We sort of, you know, bells ring and you jump and you know mm. what time you can go to the toilet and when you can have a coffee. And so to step out of all that's been really interesting. Mm. But I think just that freedom and opening up of all of those walls, yeah, our relationship's certainly grown even more. So. Yeah, because mindfulness, it, you know, it, it builds your self-awareness as you said and the more you can grow as a person yourself the the better your your relationships are because you can communicate better and um you're more mindful of how you are you are in the world and that impacts on everybody around you and you did a, a conscious coupling course or for couples yes yeah yeah you see i've been following so yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it's actually for everybody. And instead of like pre, now don't quote me, although, you know, as part of a pre-marriage course, it should be like mindful coupling course, you know, um, how to be more mindful with each other. Uh, so it, it can, it translates into every area of one's life. How did that course go? Um, oh, it was amazing. It was we fantastic. Were so lucky. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. We gave a course, uh, sorry, we gave a talk on the Tuesday night and we were expecting sort of 20 to 30 people and we had 80 people turn up, which was amazing because the room was packed. Yeah. It was our first sort of big talk, so we were a little bit nervous and as these people were filing through the sure. door and wow, okay, but this is needed. Like people really picked up on that and it was, yes. you know, people in couples, people who aren't in relationships but would like to be, people who are in a difficult relationship, you know, people came from all walks to sort of hear what we had to say and then we ran a, yeah, a workshop on the Saturday, which is fantastic. So really digging deep into people's egos and what triggers you and you know those triggers that can then cause a, a disturbance mm. in a relationship or cause a relationship to be a bit stuck or cause an individual to struggle in relationships because there's some unresolved sort of um or unmet needs you know from our childhood which we've all got yes um, absolutely sometimes into those and really we did the same as a very similar course with teachers a few weeks ago and it was really interesting as well. We got them to dig deep into their ego and see what sorts of things trigger them because we've all got those children in the classroom that trigger us um, for no apparent reason sometimes, but you know, you just yes. feel it and it's nothing wrong with a teacher. It's just, we all get triggered by certain things. And we had one teacher say to us at the end, she said, wow, I've got this little girl that comes in every morning crying. And there's a part of me that just gets really frustrated with her thinking, oh, you've been crying every morning at drop off for two years. Like you've got to get over it. Mm. And then when she dug deep into her ego as to why this little girl triggers her, she realized that she'd been sent to boarding school when she was young and hadn't had anybody there for her when she- And it counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a real, you could see the lights just sort of switch on and she went, yeah. I need to give this child so much more compassion. Um, and that was beautiful because I thought, well, that's, you know, there's growth on both sides then because that little girl will probably respond to having a much more empathetic teacher greet her in the morning. And yeah, very cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. It makes you see the story behind the triggers, yeah. you know, yeah. The, like, them, but yeah, but, but look at the why, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. When, when, that, when the uh, light is shined on that, there's no going back. It's just yeah. personal growth from there, which has an impact on everybody. Mm. And when we're yeah. talking about couples, you know, understanding each other's stories and triggers is mm -hmm. really important. And, you know, we worked with a couple once and they were, the lady was saying, you know, he just leaves every time there's an argument or a problem, he walks out the door. And when we got down to it, you know, he had a very difficult childhood and, mm. and some violence in his childhood. And so when anything erupts, when there's a little bit of emotion, he needs to escape. You know, that was his safety thing to get out of there. So when she understood that, you know, they could come to a little bit more empathy with each other about the situation. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting working with people when they just get that moment and switch on and go, wow, okay, now I understand you just that little bit more and now I can have a little bit more empathy or, yeah. And it's about, it's about taking that space, hey, to yeah. be able to look at it from from you know be the observer of your thoughts emotions behaviors when you're the observer it's like wow because we're also in it you know that automatic behavior that we need to step back and that's what mindfulness gives you so yeah you're right it is such a gift it is a gift. it's beautiful because um you know a lot of times we're actually being human doings rather than human beings um you know in a in our really busy world we just um yeah seem to be like i said it's just time to be and that's that's once again what mindfulness and, and being the the noticer the noticing your thoughts is is just it's such like it is a gift is you just go well there's that thought again or there's that story that's yeah. my not good enough story or that's my um yeah you know I was just worried about the sound. Sorry about that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's my there's my stories coming back. I'm noticing these stories, and and that's amazing. It um, is. And the other thing is, and I'm I'm trying to read John Cab John Kabat-Zinn's book about living the full full catastrophe. I don't okay. know. If you read no, I haven't read that one. About this big. Oh God. Well, that that's probably why I haven't read it. <laughs> is it an audio? That's why I'm still trying. <laughs> Might take me a good few hours by the sounds of it. Uh, no, it'd take me ages. But it's, it's just a classic. It just, it just talks about being there in all your moments, whether they're good ones or whether they're, you know, without the judgment. It is what it is. And I think that's the hardest thing for me about it, is getting away from that labelling of good and bad, you know. Um, I don't know. That judgment. It's but it's a process, right? It's, it doesn't happen overnight. And that's what, you know, yeah, that's what for people, it's a way of being and it's constant. It's like I say, I practice as, as you guys do. It's a practice every day. It's not like you read a book and well, now you know what to do and it's going to all work. It's about um, using it daily. And as things come up, you go, ah, okay. You know, so it's, it's actually a constant, but I find that beautiful because you're constantly growing and you're constantly um, evolving in the right you feel in the right direction then and it's a lifelong of learning and um realizations and self-awareness so it's not like ah box ticked and i'm done you know yeah. but and okay. every day you learn more about yourself and it's actually fascinating don't you find and that's oh, yeah. where that self-compassion comes mm. in 
yeah. can't beat yourself up every time you don't get it right or you forget or yeah. you slip up. It's yeah. it's not that sort of a, yeah. a thing. It's yeah. constant, okay, I didn't get it then or I snapped at this, but that's okay. I'll take a deep breath and I'll move on and just keep forgiving myself for not being perfect. And that's such a gift in itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I say. I'm very imperfectly perfect. And you know what? It's been such a liberation. Um, you know, always striving. Like, I mean, no, I, I it's it's about giving yourself the the permission to be flawed and and let yeah. go of, of yeah, and let go of and just to be, as you said. And there's there's such freedom in that. That and um oh self-compassion self-kindness as i agree with you that's where you begin yeah. it's and it all it just flows from there and it's massive mm. and, and the reason i think it's such a great gift and i think we need to start well personally i think we need to give it to kids or allow them to keep it in their in their life because if we look at children they're they're just mindful they can stand there and watch ants for hours they can yeah. you know, and yet we, as an education system, we just breed it out of them. We say, no, you haven't got time to be mindful. You're meant to be doing this, this, this. Pack up now. Let's you know, stop the next thing. Yeah, so it's, rushing. it's a really tough um, thing. But I think it's what we need to start with. We, because mindfulness or emotional intelligence, whatever you like to call it, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what Daniel Coleman, I think, or Goleman or something called it. And if we if we work give children the gift of mindfulness they can take it wherever where they are whenever they are they can as you said lifelong learning it's actually lifelong learning in action and it's paying attention you know like one of the greatest quotes i heard this guy we went to a seminar in in adelaide and um, he said to us Have, did you ever were you ever taught to pay attention and yet we say to children pay attention yes. pay attention Focus, 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 and and until you actually teach children and give them the gift of mindfulness, mm. it might start off at one minute, but at least you can focus. And that, some adults, you know, it would be great for some adults to do one minute an hour. I know it is for myself. So it's just about that learning to focus, and and I think that's the greatest gift we can give children. Let's forget about curriculum. Let's forget about everything else. Let's just give them the chance to be, give them a chance to focus and. And, be and then the other things will come. Oh, absolutely. Curriculum mm -hmm. learning, all of that will come when they feel safe and secure and supported to to be who they are. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah, we tell them to focus, calm down, but they're not taught how. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just and it's not, and it's so beautiful to hear at the moment people saying don't stop kids from expressing their emotions just be there and, and yeah. be the regulated adult there to help them regulate and i've been noticed without uh, <laughs> i've been doing a few experiments with our daughter's dog who's a little bit um he's a little bit flighty but if you're actually calm and you know before i used to be a little bit oh you know but yeah. now he's calm and he, he's a lot calmer even just over the last few days so i put a meditation on for him yesterday in the car yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jumping around the car, let's just put a calm meditation on and yeah. see if it works. And it did, he yeah. settled right down. It's, it's, it's interesting about the regulation, self regulation for adults, and and, yeah. and we learn mindfulness, it's a really, really tough thing to do. Yeah, as you say, it's we weren't our generation wasn't brought up with this, 
you know, we didn't have all the technology and all of that. So we were in a sense better off. But mind you, we wouldn't be here today talking if we didn't have technology. So yeah. there, was, there are obviously lots of huge benefits, but um, our generation wasn't taught um, all of these skills. So the adults need it in every aspect of their life. It would help their, their work life, their home life, their life in their community. And equally, if we want to bring up, you know, the future generations, you know, obviously it needs to have its place in all aspects of a child's life, you know. Mm. And so we, it's, it's multifaceted, isn't it? So adults, teens, children. So tell, can I ask you more about your work there? Um, what you guys are doing and going forward cool. after your holiday, of course. <laughs> kind of evolving too we're in this lovely situation yeah. when we left school we thought we would be working primarily with children but at the same time i think having worked with children and taught mindfulness and that at school the frustrating thing is that those children go home to adults who don't really understand it and so there was a part of me that was like actually this is our chance to work with the adults as well as the children yeah. so we started yeah we've been doing some professional development work with teachers and helping schools set up mindfulness sort of programs and learning mindfulness for themselves as well um, in your personal life that you can take into your professional life mm. um, and then yeah and then the couples thing came about which was really random and nothing that we were expecting to do but we got asked to do that by a, a particular couple and it yeah. worked really well and they're yeah. still together so <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Went in a little bit blind, sort of thinking. But I guess one of the things that we were worried about after being in schools for so long was how do we transfer these skills to something else? There was a big fear that we had that we were teachers and we didn't know how to be anything else. We'd gone to school, gone to university and gone back into schools and we had never, ever worked outside of that um, institution. Mm. And so... You know, like I said, in our minds, we'd be working with children. And then I sort of thought, oh, let's, let's go for the adults. And so we've done some parent coaching and we're doing talks now. We do conscious parenting talks. And I don't know, it's interesting. It's just whatever somebody asks us to do, we sort of look at it and go, actually, that's great. Yeah, we can do that. We've got we some talks coming up about um, digital detox, if you like. So, but con Conscious connections, yeah, we're conscious, calling yeah. it. Parenting in the digital age. Okay. So... Yeah. Yeah, to help support parents, particularly with what we do with our kids being so focused on technology and it's causing so many issues in, in households. And I put out a survey a few months ago just asking parents, you know, what is the big thing that is bothering? You know, if you could pick one thing that you really would like support with, and yeah, primarily that's what came back. So, um, do you take yeah. any of that work online or is it all in person? in Bali like I mean I know I know obviously in person is is the first the, like I mean primarily the most powerful way to go for that one you know that in-person connection but is any of your or do you have plans to bring any of this online because yeah. you have so so much you know that you can share um and the world needs you yeah. Thank you. <laughs> There's your um, next challenge. <laughs> yeah, well, we have thought about that's my thing, but it, it also takes so much time to do that. And we've had so many people sort of coming with needs and, and requests and things that we 
have sort of been doing those things, but then, you know, for each talk we do or for each professional development, I create, you know, I like to create on the computer. So I create quite a lot of resources and things to go with that. And in my mind, it's like, no, I can transfer that quite easily to an online course when I just get a little bit of time to sit mm. down and. I know. Oh yeah. It takes yeah. time. I've got my first one, my little mindfulness for anxiety and it, it's, it's taken so long. It's, and you look at it and you wonder how has this taken so long, but it is, it's very time consuming and it's a whole other avenue that I know it's, yeah. But you go where you're brought. So you're, yeah. yeah. Have you released that now? I'm hoping today, but I said that to Isabel last Thursday. <laughs> but I am, I am hoping today. I am hoping today. Um, yeah. Well, we, we had our website launched today. Yes. So, yeah, so that's, yeah, we're online and, and we're happy to do, um, you know, uh, counselling or yeah, therapy so online, online as well for anyone. Yeah, um, so that's a time for change, Anthony, right? People can access you on a timeforchange.com? Timeforchange.education. Okay. Hmm. So I yeah, love the, yeah, I love the name, Time for Change. And as you say, mindfulness is, is being conscious and aware. So conscious living is it's um it's it's a great term. Mm. Well, see, over the last oh, six months again through the learning we've done we've done online courses we've we've done um, just more and more reading about um, consciousness and, and mindfulness and like we came up with when we talk about how how our business is evolving like everything just comes along but. Yeah. We've got the basis of it as a as a model that Elle came up with and we, we mm. discussed. And basically in the centre is you and then around it is um, four different things. So the first one is you connect, you connect with yourself first, and then you understand yourself in a in a what is it? Like cycle. A, in a cycle. Mm. And then understanding and then, then you go to um, Empowerment. empowerment so you empower yourself with new skills or new learning so that you can evolve so our last part of it is evolving so so we 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 take this model to whatever we um uh we're asked to do so yeah, like if we want to, we'd love to do work with um teams and corporates and sports people whatever like we just we just want to get this message out there so that you know like in australia in particular the uh, professional sports industries which are really sad they they um as soon as something becomes an industry you dehumanize it but that's that's my point of view on it but um the, so many young men are in that place of anxiety depression taking leave because of their um mental health you know so we we just want to share it and, and actually provide a long-term solution rather than the, the short-term solution of um drugs or whatever you know so long-term solution i think is mindfulness and a, and a, and a plan so, yeah as you say there's the short-term quick fix unhelpful coping mechanisms and um as i also said to isabel like the term mindfulness it's quite a a loose term as such um and people it's it's enabling people to to know what it actually entails and that it can impact every everybody's life as you say sports people educators um parents it's not just um 
for one certain type of person in one certain category. Absolutely. And it's getting yeah. people that thought that, oh, I have to sit down and meditate for hours. And, you know, some people have that. And so the walls go up straight away. Whereas yeah. we yeah. were working with teachers recently and, and we just said, you know, just one minute every hour, you know, as a teacher, you are, you're busy all day long and you are on the go and there's very little time to sit and be at all. But we said rather than trying to find 20 minutes or 30 minutes, if you just choose one minute every hour, um, it might just be as you, you know, sip your tea, just take a deep breath and smell the aroma of your coffee or your tea or just feel the temperature of the cup in your hand. You know, everybody can do that. Even if you're out on yard duty, you can do that. Um, it's even noticing your, noticing your thoughts being, as you said, a witness to your thoughts mm. is an amazing gift you can give yourself. And so our teacher said to us, oh, that makes so much sense. I can do that. You know, it's not another thing I have to fit in. Exactly. I'm having a cup of coffee in the morning. Of course I can just sit and just smell and take it all in and just take an extra minute to drink my coffee. Or, yeah, yeah. so that was, I think that's a really important message that this is not big change. You don't have to change your whole lifestyle to incorporate mindfulness it's those little things every day that you do that yeah actually so have yeah they have a huge impact hey it's the uh, and as you say noticing your thoughts it's not sitting down doing an none of it's doing an extra thing um mm. and you know for people who think it's it's actually not going to make a difference it's it's so minor and seems so trivial but that's that's the gift it's yeah. the simple things that are free are the greatest gift. And, and I think once people try, I also do the one minute um, a few times a day, just that check-in on your body, your mind, your, your whole being. And I think if people practice that one minute a few times a day, they actually very like immediately see the, and feel the impact it has. And then they're more likely to delve further into the whole, you know, the whole field of mindfulness. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing as it is. It's just that feeling of actually realizing, um, you know, I think we said a little bit earlier, sometimes you catch yourself an hour later realizing you, you've yelled at someone and then you catch yourself 10 minutes later and then you catch yourself at the time. That's the ultimate goal. And you can actually, once you start noticing that and noticing your thoughts, it's just I feel like amazing. you've been given the superpower. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It does. Yeah, that's really nicely put. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so time for change dot education. So you're just going to keep going where you're brought, where you're needed. And yeah. how lovely that you can do this work together. That's really, really such a. That's a gift in itself. At least you're yeah. on the same page. And your children are now grown up, right? So, yeah, our children, our daughter's 25. Yeah. And our son's 22. So, yeah. 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 So, our son's in London and our daughter's here in Melbourne. So, we're all over the place. Oh. It's interesting. Three different right. continents. <laughs> yeah. Loving, we're loving what's happening in Ireland, though. It's, mm. it's amazing to see. The beauty of mindfulness taking off more and more, and the passion. We it's, hear a lot about it's awesome. what's happening in Ireland. Yeah, it's awesome. Probably yeah. driven by people like yourself and Louise. Yeah. Oh, Louise. Yeah, I'll be chatting to Louise in a few weeks. 
So, okay. yeah, yeah. I haven't met Louise in person, but we've been in touch a lot. Um, oh. And no, she's doing amazing work. Yeah. So I, that's why I love, that's why I love chat to chat to you guys and people like you. And yeah, because I lived in South Africa for 16 years and there just wasn't so much there. And when I came over here, it's like this whole explosion of, yeah. you know, yeah, which is amazing. It's, it's really, really great. Yeah. You need yeah. more in Australia. So yeah, people like Isabel, uh, you know, certainly pushing. Um, and this book here. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just having to have the copy here. Yeah. Yeah, we've just got our library here. So yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've read that. And um, also, I'm, what's that name of the book? John Kabat-Zinn's book again? I'm going to check that out too. Uh, living, <laughs> living the whole catastrophe. Full, full catastrophe. The full catastrophe. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Catastrophe is <laughs> quite easy to remember. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'll look it up. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? No, not really. Just a big thank you. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's so cool. Thank to, you for getting yeah. um, people together. I think the one thing that we've really noticed about this whole sort of new community that we're gathering together, mm. it's like this beautiful tribe of people who aren't competing against each other. Everybody's so supportive and wanting to share. And I think the gift is that we have this gift to share and it can be shared all over the world to every age group, to anybody, anywhere. And I just, I love, it's, it's so beautiful to talk to people and hear their stories. And yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that comes up all the time is that most of us have suffered some anxiety or depression at some point. And that's how it came to us. So we've got that sort of shared, um, you know, way of, of being brought to this. And yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a beautiful community. And very, then, I agree. And then, you know, you've gone through that for a reason. You have now this gift, as you say, that has helped and you can't keep that to yourself. You have to share. Yeah. And about like, I feel the same about the people I have um, come across like yourselves and met. Um, it's, it's so empowering. And we're there on a global level to support each other and to um, grow this conscious living, as you said, um, that is such a gift it's there for anybody and by supporting and connecting with each other and working together we can grow that further you know absolutely the other thing that i want to share too is i think that we need to continue to be really real with it if you know what i mean like yeah. um a lot of people like i read an article the other day about the danger of a new age spirituality about constant pursuit of happiness or constant pursuit of um mm. uh, yeah, I think it was happiness and, and just how some of that positive psychology, even though it's uh, spot on, it has to be um, just watched, if you like. And I think the realness is really important around it. Like um, in Bali, there's we find an amazing group of people, absolutely amazing group of people. And then some a, a few different people that are at there just at the beautiful level. You know, I, I don't know. It's mm. something we really need to be. Uh, aware of and and just keeping it so real and that's what these conversations are about and, that's, and that's, just yeah everyone know that they're welcome everyone's part of it it's you don't have to be this or that or whatever to be part of it so. 
No, that, that's the thing. It's like I say, I'm a work in progress for the rest of my life. The rest of my life. And um, it's what we have learned. And it's about sharing vulnerability. It's about being real. It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being more accepting and non-judgmental of what is, which eases the stress and the anxiety. And the more open we are with each other and more real, as you said, the less anxiety and stress exists because we see we're, we're all actually connected and have so much in common. And that's- yeah, we're picking up each other's judgments. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. so easy to walk into a room and still be judging people and you go, wow, what am I doing? You know, that when you become mindfulness of judgment, it's incredible. So, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating when you start watching, hey? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, listen, we will definitely chat again. I know we could chat for hours. And thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. We'll come to see you in Ireland, I hope, very soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're always welcome. It's always great to connect and, you know, let's see what lies ahead. But we'll stay connected, stay in touch, and um, let us know of anything you're doing or anything that you'd like, you know, feel free to post on my site. And it's all about sharing and supporting each other. Thank, Thank you, you very so much, much Sue. So Thank you guys too. I wish you the very best with your work and I'm looking forward to seeing what you're doing going forward and hope to see you in Bali sometime. Yeah, that would awesome. be great. And good, good luck in your new book too. I'm Thank excited. you. Hopefully today is the day. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, okay. Thanks guys. Bye. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. I have to stop recording. There we go. <laughs>